Welcome to a new episode of the Big Idea Big Moves podcast. The new the voice new of voice success. success. We all want to feel successful and fulfilled in our lives, but that can be a bumpy road. Through the experiences, journeys and advice of our guests here on Big Idea Big Moves, we will help you get a jump start on experiencing and cultivating whole life success. Be ready to take notes. Every episode has action items that you can apply to your own life right away. Okay, let's get this started. I will now pass you over to the host of Big Idea Big Moves, Jamie Allison. Hi again, everybody. I'm Jamie Allison, and this is the Big Idea Big Moves podcast. This is the destination for high performers. We talk to people from different genres, different niches, just people doing really cool things in their space and uh, hear a bit about their story and some of the tips and, and tricks that they can provide as well that we can maybe implement into our own lives as well. Um, so I, I, we talk to CEOs, we talk to entrepreneurs, athletes, lots of different people. Um, we have a, a really interesting guest coming up today. Just before we jump into that, if you have been listening for the to the podcast for a while you know we have a connection with epitome sportswear um and when it's sportswear it's not just uh, um you know the high performance athletes which we have lots of those that listen but also those people who just want to um you know be able to to perform at their best in all the different things that they do and and that might be taking uh, their kids to a, a soccer game it might be going out for a hike on their own or it might be kind of working out in a gym and, and having the right uh, gear for that the other thing that we really like about them is that they believe in and giving back to the, the communities that they serve as well. And they're working to impact the inequities in opportunity for girls and women in sport. And for that reason, a portion of their profits go directly to organizations and initiatives that support girls in sports. So uh, definitely check that out. You can go to their website, um, which is epitome, E-P-I-T-O-M-E, sportswear.com. Uh, or you can go directly to our Instagram profile and go through there and you can see a link to that as well. So uh, so definitely uh, uh, check that out and see if it's something that uh, might interest you as well. Um, so today, uh, really happy that um, you might actually already know Elena Debeich, and she is, uh, um, you know, well, the, you'd know her probably from her role on Bravo's hit reality show, Below Deck uh, Mediterranean. Um, she joined the show in season seven and has quickly become a popular member of the cast there. Um, her international experience and, and love of language opened lots of doors for her. She focused on uh, cruise work, which we'll talk about, and then on to chartered and private yachts. Before landing the role that she's she's in now on on below deck as well so um first of all elena thanks very much for um joining the show um and, and spending you. some time with us today that's awesome thank you so much for having me i'm so excited to be here and hopefully bring some inspiration yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you jumped into Below Deck in in kind of mid mid to late season, and yeah. so um, maybe the first question would be, um, you know, was that was that stressful to kind of jump into something where the cast is already kind of working through stuff and things like that? What, what was that like for you to jump in in the middle or late part of that season? Yeah. Well, honestly, at that point, I wasn't even expecting that I was going to be on the show. I yeah. was like, okay, it's over, maybe next season. You know, I was complete. I was already, like, basically packing my bags to go home. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was such a surprise for me that I even got a chance to participate in that um, season. Um, and I was excited about it. But at the same time, I was worried because I didn't know what happened to the previous person. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so I thought, I mean, how bad did things have to get 
that this person was dismissed like so late into the season. Like surely they could have lasted like a few more days with this person, right? So I was yeah. thinking I'm coming into a cesspool. <laughs> this is gonna be toxic. It's gonna be horrible. I was I was worried. Yeah. Yeah. But then when I got there, like Natasha was so nice, the chief stewardess and Natalia, they were both. Um, they received me with open arms, and everybody was so welcoming. So it quickly went away. Yeah, well, and and obviously it's uh, you, you've kind of probably been on a bit of a roller coaster since then, um, you know, of of uh, um, suddenly having this this profile too, because I would assume that has been how has how's that been getting used to going from you know doing doing your job, but now suddenly having this whole different profile that's a, a more of a TV personality profile. Yeah, um, well, it's been positive for the most part. Um, you know, um, you always run into people who kind of don't like it, you know, mm-hmm. they can find mm-hmm. it a little bit intimidating. Yep. And these are people who are not focused on growth. Um, that's a major, major thing that I want to promote is always focus on yourself, focus on your own growth. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, bringing other people down is not going to help you in any way. You know, there's plenty of success to go around for all of us. We can all succeed. We can all support each other. So, yeah, that's one major thing um, that I've noticed that um, also want to bring up. Yeah, suddenly, I mean, you know, especially with, um, you know, all the discussion that happens and all those things, there's lots of negative yeah. stuff that um, comes out when when it is something like this, you know, and uh, exactly. um, it's good for you to, to highlight that right away, that that is a big difference. So uh, yeah. so before we get into some of that stuff, too, why don't we talk a little bit about, um, I know you're a real language aficionado, that's part of what's opened some doors for you, but um, mm-hmm. but talk uh, to us a little bit about how you even got here, like what uh, your, your career journey, because I think it is a little bit different than than some yes my career journey is quite different uh because i'm a very intuitive person you know so once i feel like something might be right i kind of jump into it yeah and for the most part it turns out to be you know the correct piece of the puzzle i needed so it takes a lot of courage to do that um you know um but sometimes you just gotta trust your path a little bit and trust your instincts and take that leap. And that's how I ended up here, you know, from uh, being a translator to kind of getting this feeling that, oh, this is not quite right for me. Maybe I need more adventure. Um, Then I thought of working on cruise ships. I didn't know what I could do on cruise ships. But still, like, I had this, you know, desire to try it out. So I figured it out. Um, I went to um, to meet up with a cruise ship agent just to ask for advice. Mm-hmm. And sh- that lady happened to have been a, um, a spa manager mm-hmm. when she worked on cruise ships. So she recommended this amazing massage school for me in Ljubljana. She said, uh, it's an incredible school. The teachers are really good. Why don't you give it a try and see if you like it? So this, like, this is my life motto. Just give it a try. See if you like it. If you don't, it's okay, yeah. you know, but just yeah. give it a try. So yeah. I gave it a try and I loved it. And it um, became a, a true passion of mine, massage therapy. I've been a masseuse for like eight years now. And that's also what opened all these doors for me to work on these beautiful yachts. Yeah. Well, and, and uh, so that's been interesting as well that, um, you know, you begin to get more international experience. And I just wonder, like for a lot of people, how, how important is that for you? Um, because, you know, you're, um, 
you have been to many different countries, you speak different languages that obviously have probably been honed through some of that as well. How important has that been that you've been able to be open to different international experiences? International experiences are so important for your personal growth. You know, you have to get out there, expose yourself to different people, because the main thing it's opens up in your mind is understanding that there are different perspectives of looking at things mm -hmm. you know if you're not exposed to that you can get trapped in this mindset oh so this is the correct perspective this is the correct way and this is the only way it should be done everything else is wrong and that's you you cannot succeed thinking that way you know you have to be able to understand even if you don't agree we don't have to agree with everything but we have to be able to understand where another person is coming from. And that's how you can open a dialogue and, and you know, find a common ground with them, you know. Yeah. So that was a major, major thing that um, I, I learned. Uh, well, and, and an important thing, probably now more than ever, there's there's a lot yes. of that, that, uh, that that's uh, a challenge, I think, uh, in lots yes. of places. Um, so tell us about how you, you know, you, you obviously are a bit of a risk taker when it comes to those mm -hmm. things. Um, how did it even come up that you might decide to kind of apply to be on on below deck and like a, how does that even happen and and how did the process work for you so below deck uh, for the most part the way they find people is um they just reach out you know they find they look through social media you know there's these yachty pages that we all follow so there's kind of a way yep. to find yachties yeah so they would usually reach out but for me, actually, at that point, I was not a big social media person. I had no social media. I had yeah. my Instagram profile. It was like private. I only had a few people there. I didn't want anything to do with it. So there was no way for them to find me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, if I want to do this, I'm going to have to apply. So there is an application uh, process online. Um, and one day I was actually um, on a boat. And I thought, you know what? I feel like this might open up some new doors for me. It's out of my comfort zone. It was way out of my comfort zone then. Yeah. But I felt like I needed to push myself a little bit. And yeah, just one day, right before the guests came on board, actually, they were, we were just getting ready to get the guests. I was like, okay, this is my chance. Quickly, I went into <laughs> a guest cabin um, because it was like a nice settings. And I quickly recorded a, you know, a little submission video and sent it. And then from there, just had a bunch of interviews and got on. Wow. Well, very interesting. And, um, you know, has, has that changed your, like, uh, has it changed your own goals? Like now that when, when you, cause you, you have certain ones and obviously you've jumped on different opportunities that have come up, but now you're, you've probably broadened those things pretty considerably being on something like this. So how yeah. has that changed your approach to your own goals and what you want to do? Well, honestly, although the TV exposure hasn't been that it wasn't that long for me. Yeah. Um, in terms of mindset, it changed a lot for me because, like I said, I went from being, you know, a person that was uncomfortable with social media to somebody who um, is 100% comfortable putting everything out there. And you really, really have to be comfortable with who you are and work on your fear of judgment of others. And that's something I've really, really, really worked on over the past uh, couple of years. Yeah. 
And that's actually the main change in mindset that has allowed me to, you know, um, try all these new things. Um, so, I mean, getting into Web3 now, that's something new. Mm, <laughs> Making wow. my, my own collection of NFTs, why not? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not claiming I'm a professional NFTs, but I do have a team of experts who've been in the in the industry for a long time. So I trust them fully that they know what they're doing. Um, so yeah, that's something interesting I'm trying. Yeah. Wow. Very cool. And, uh, you know, that's the one thing is that, um, uh, even before that, when you were with, working on kind of just different luxury yachts and, and, uh, you're, you're dealing with people that are, are kind of, you know, obviously have, have a lot of money, have a lot of influence, mm -hmm. things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, what, what have you learned through just being either around those people, but also are, are there things mm -hmm. that, um, uh, surprised you in, you know, when suddenly you have been around those individuals? Yeah, I mean, actually, it was quite daunting at first, um, you know, going from a cruise ship to a yacht, because it's definitely a different type of clientele, you know, so at first, I wasn't really sure what to expect. But in any case, I wasn't going to fake anything. I knew that, you know, I'm going to, going to be myself, I'm going to be my genuine self and have a, you know, approach them like just regular people and you know that's the best I can do and it turned out to be the best approach because you know these people who have such a high profile I mean we're talking multiple billions of dollars you know this yeah. is like real real wealth you know yeah. so they are always surrounded by people who are trying to get something out of them and playing angles so they don't respond well to that. So that's why they, you know, they, I always had the best relationship with every boat owner, every charter guest, because I took a genuine approach with them. Yeah. And yeah. It's a good well, policy to have. <laughs> yeah. Well, absolutely. I mean, I think people all want that in, in some way or another. Yeah. It doesn't matter yeah. what your, your wealth status is and everything else. Um, yeah. You know, so the other side is, is, um, and, and this may be something different because it depends on what you're doing at any one time with the show or with what uh, work, but how do you, how do you try to balance things so that, you know, you, you know, whether it's your, um, your own wellness and uh you know obviously work and and that can be really long hours i'm sure at times and all of those things um do you have an approach to that like is it balanced for you or is it something different um currently it's more balanced because i've taken a little bit of a step um outside of yachting of you know i've got my little apartment here in fort lauderdale so i'm trying yeah. to settle down slowly so it's improved but when i am on board it's not balanced at yeah. all. I'm not going to lie. I mean, yeah. work definitely takes over and it can be exhausting. Uh, but at the same time, you kind of learn how to take these moments mentally, mm -hmm. even when you're, you know, in the most busy, hectic environment, you have to go kind of inside of yourself because that's the only place you have and find peace in there regardless of like what's going on around you. Uh, and that's a, that's a big skill I learned. Um, you know, I cannot practice it all the time. I'm not Gandhi, but you know, yeah. every once in a while, it definitely helps to, you know, um, calm things down and help you help get you through. Yeah. Does it help that, um, I mean, as, uh, because you're a massage therapist and probably done yeah. some of those, does it, does it help that you actually know some of the practices that you use to, to try to calm yourself or do you, actually, uh, 
yeah, actually, now that you've mentioned it, maybe that's that's why. Because being a masseuse for eight years, especially in cruise ships, I have done thousands of massages. Yeah. And that's like hours upon hours of, you know, silent reflection. Mm-hmm. Um, some people talk, but... You know, there is you spend like thousands of hours just being silent with the, yeah. this person, you know? Yeah. So maybe that's why I developed that technique. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And um, you know, so one of the things we did talk about um is uh how it is a little different when you're in the public eye, I guess. But how mm-hmm. um has that really changed for you? I mean, now that you've you've changed, you've you've talked about how you've moved to Fort Lauderdale. I mean, some of those mm-hmm. things, does it does it is it different now that not just on social media, but probably people do recognize you and, and things like that. Is it, is it different being in the public eye where maybe you weren't in the same way before? Has, has that been challenging or has it been okay? Uh, it has been okay. It is a little bit different for sure, because um, for example, in terms of content I post, you know, um, I'm being my genuine self, but at the same time, I know that people are a lot, you know, people are looking at it. So I want to provide value, Yeah. you know, um, not always because, you know, it's not my niche to be like a motivational speaker, but every once in a while, provide a little bit of value. Um, you can, you know, tell people, express how you feel, you know, tell them it's, if you're being judged, it's okay. Um, back yourself, um, you know, all these, just share who you are as a person. And I feel that really, really helps. So I do want to get a little bit of a, you know, message out there and maybe, you know, help others at least a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you have, I mean, you've traveled and and increased pretty quickly in your career. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you have, do you have mentors that you kind of look to when you've done that? Like, how did how did that work for you? Did you have certain people you looked to, or, or did you just take bits of of different things as you went along? How's that work for you? Mentors, um, I don't have a specific person in mind, but I definitely I'm a very observant person and a very self aware person. I don't seem that way all the time, but yeah, it's who I am when on the inside. So whenever I meet somebody and even if it's like a little thing that maybe they triggered in me and I took some time to ask myself, well, why did that trigger me? You know, how can I, what was it in my mindset that this thing triggered? So, and then from there, I would kind of like improve a little piece of my mindset. So it wouldn't be like a mentor that I'm following fully, but it would be like a little piece of like each and every person I interact with that helps me grow as a person. Yeah. Yeah. And as you kind of think of, um, I mean, obviously you've got things going on right now, but as like, uh, do you, when you set goals of what you want to do next, what you want to kind of jump into, do you, you, are you the person who kind of writes things down or do you, uh, do you just kind of take things as they come? I mean, it sounds like a lot of times there's been lots of opportunities where you just jump at the next opportunity. Is is that how you approach things or? Yes, 100%. Um, yeah, I am the ultimate go with the flow person. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I kind of, my my guidance is how I feel. You know, if I feel comfortable in a situation, if I feel like I'm growing, I'm learning, 
it tells me, okay, you know, I'll stay here, I'll, I'll explore this situation more. Once you start feeling uncomfortable, feeling like, okay, this is not right, something's off here, um, I will remove myself from the situation. So I'm not attached to external circumstances so much. It's more about my my personal growth and just um, exploring different aspects of life. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's... Uh, so. One thing that you're obviously very good at is is the risk taking part, and a lot of people like that's um, that's the biggest challenge for a lot of people. Do you think is is it like is that just innate in you that oh yeah okay I take a risk and it doesn't worry me, or is it do you have to really work on taking the risk like some people do? I do have to work on it. Uh, it it does worry me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not you know completely carefree. But it's kind of like sometimes if you're, like I said, if your intuition is telling you that something might be right, you feel like something might be there. That's kind of the kindling for me to uh, take that opportunity. And the biggest, um, the biggest skill you need to develop being that way is trust. Trust. uh, I'm I'm a spiritual person. So I trust my own path. I, I trust that, you know, I'm here for some sort of purpose, some sort of reason. I'm not just like, you know, random person on a random rock doing random things. So that really helps me that um, little spiritual aspect of, of things. Yeah. So I had to I had to develop a lot of trust in the process, even if you can't see it right now. Even if you can't see every step of the way, just do as much as you can, as much as you're comfortable with, and gradually you'll get to where you're going. And has there been, I mean, I'm sure you've you've met lots of really interesting people. I'm sure you've uh, um, had some really cool experiences. Is there mm-hmm. something that stands out to you that, um, you know, is like, uh, you know, almost a, a, a highlight to date? Like, I mean, you know, you're, is there something that, thought, wow, you know, that, that was just, really really cool is there something that stands out for you well yes so maybe two things a little yin and yang answer here yeah um so i've I've worked for some of the wealthiest people in the world and one of them one of them um really inspired me because um, he moved to America many years ago from utter poverty. Uh, I mean, he moved from a third world country and had almost no money to his name, right? So when he got here, he got a job. His first job was uh, being a dishwasher at at the hostel where he was staying. And I think he was making maybe like a dollar a day or a dollar an hour, something very, very minimal. But the thing that stood out for me from that story was that minimal amounts in our minds for him was wealth. Yeah. Because in his mind, he thought, I don't know anybody in my country (laughs) who makes this amount of money. I've never met a person my entire life making this amount of money. And... It just goes to show you the power of somebody's mindset and perspective. Because somebody 
from you know from uh, developed from the developed world, having that same job would feel like an utter failure. What am I doing with my life? This is horrible. Um, but then another person with a completely different perspective, same amount of money, gets it into his mind. I am the wealthiest person. I am in the I'm in the one percent. I'm so blessed. I'm so incredibly blessed to have this amount of money. And from that mindset, he actually later on got into the one percent. But that's the kindling that got him started. Wow, really? That's one story. Yeah. That's one story that stands out yeah. to me. But then I also had um, a couple other. Uh, owners who maybe even had more money, but they got it in a different way. So they, you know, they already came from like wealthy families and whatnot, uh, and then, you know, made more money on their own, but they weren't focusing on the mindset so much. So they had all this money and all these large boats, even larger than the first person, but they weren't focusing on how the people around them were feeling. So they got surrounded by a lot of people who were there just for the perks. Mm -hmm. uh, they weren't focusing on their interpersonal relationships. And they weren't focusing on enjoying life for themselves. So they had all this stuff. It was all about the external but they weren't, they would be like, oh, nitpicking, oh, this little thing is off, like a little, little speck of dust, like you're on a hundred and forty meter. Yeah, this is like insane how blessed you are. And you're spending your entire day ruining your own day over a speck of dust or over a little tiny little detail. So that's what stood out for me the most. Yeah. Wow. And, and, and it does show you perspective on both of those. Like, I think that's, yes. uh, that's, that's a really interesting and, and uh, kind of telling piece of information for those people listening who haven't experienced both of those, but that's uh, exactly. um, same, same kind of environment. It's just different ways of, uh, of looking at exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. So it's not about, oh, rich people aren't happy or money doesn't, it's not about money. It's about yeah. how you see things because Two people with $10 billion, same amount of money, one person can be the happiest person alive and the other person can be the most miserable person alive. And it's all about how they see things. Yeah. Wow. Well, very, very cool. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. That's that's great. Um, and, and then so. You know, obviously, we've talked about all these opportunities that you've been able to, to have and take advantage of. Um, there's lots of people out there are probably listening, like uh, going through that same thing where we talked about, you know, risk does take some um, some guts to do and, mm -hmm. and to push yourself a little bit. Do you have, um, if, if somebody out there is listening and thinking, you know, I really do want to create more opportunities in my life or I have an opportunity, but I'm scared to do it. Um, mm -hmm. Do you have a couple of tips like how, how people can kind of get past that fear and, and move it ahead? Uh, well, you really gotta think about, I mean, this is, I don't have any, you know, three steps, four steps, none of that. If for me, it's all about, uh, you know, um, spiritual and, and deep, uh, thinking. Mm -hmm. So you have to ask yourself what your purpose in life is. You know, you have to understand, um, we are not here forever, okay? This is it. In, in terms of this lifetime, this is it. Mm -hmm. So you've got to choose 
your own happiness. You have to care about having a full life experience rather than having a certain outcome or having a certain person's approval. So if you're out here focusing on uh, the approval of the society, the approval of my environment, people's judgment, you're never going to take any steps. So you have to focus on yourself, understand you have one lifetime to be who you are, and understand that one way to appreciate your life is to have the courage to explore different paths, explore different parts of your personality, explore different skills, different talents. Maybe you're good at it, maybe you're not good at it, but the joy is just the exploration, the journey, you know? Maybe I'm a good massage therapist. Let me give it a try. Oh, turns out I am. Oh, maybe I'm a good, uh, you know, NFT person. I don't know. Let's see. Let's find out. You know, that's what it's what that's what's exciting about it. Don't focus on the outcome so much, but more on the growth you'll get. Oh, that's 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 great, uh, great advice, and uh, I'm sure lots of people will will kind of take that to heart. So, um, so uh, you know, in the next little while, Elena, what what do you have going on? First of all, uh, coming up over the next little while, and then yeah. also if people are trying to follow that, how can they maybe kind of connect with you and follow that? Uh, yeah. So um, currently, I am taking some courses because I wanted to grow my yachting career. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to, you know, have the skills of a chief stewardess. So I'm taking all of bartending courses, learning about wine and all kinds of things just for the heck of it, because I want to yep. learn. <laughs> and uh, maybe I go back as a chief stew, maybe not, but it's fun to learn. Um, I'm working on my NFTs. I'm working on, um, you know, um, I've got a fan page going, all kinds of things. So, but ultimately I want to open up my own spa here in Fort Lauderdale. So everything I'm doing is kind of focused on um, saving the money or, um, you know, getting the funding to open up my own spa. Very cool. Very cool. And if people want to follow you, um, you know, what are, what are the best ways to do yeah. that? Um, the best, the, the best place is Instagram. I have all my links there and it's the Balkan Biscuit. All I'm right. From the Balkans. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. And uh, so we'll do that. We'll um, put that in the show notes as well. So people can click through and, and uh, follow uh, Elena and what she's doing. Um, and uh, we'll also put the links into your show so people can see the show as well if they haven't already done that. Um, and, uh, you know, again, thank you very much for taking the time and, and sharing so openly about all of the experiences that you had. We really appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity, uh, you know, to speak about it. And I really, really hope uh, I get to inspire somebody even a little bit. And yeah, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure you have. There's lots of great stuff in in today's uh, episode. Really appreciate it. And to everybody listening, if you haven't hit subscribe on the podcast, do that now. We have great people every week, just like Elena. And uh, again, you know, thank you very much. And, And to everybody listening, we will talk again soon on Big Idea, Big Moves. Appreciate you, Jamie. Very kind of you. Thank you for having me. Take care, everybody. Hit that subscribe button yet? Go on, you know you want to. Thanks for listening to the Big Idea Big Moves podcast. Be sure to drop us a comment on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Instagram at Big Idea underscore Big Moves. We love to hear your feedback. 
Till next time, remember, big change comes from small, consistent actions. <laughs>